Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range. Or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. You are listening to About Progress. This is episode 285, How We Are Homeschooling, also known as More Advice You Aren't Asking For From Another Influencer. Yes, this is a bonus episode. Now, right now, we are clearly living in super unprecedented times. And with that, unprecedented schooling. I know that to many of you, I'm just another influencer dispensing advice that you did not ask for, and that's okay. But if you are interested in hearing from another mom who was taking on COVID schooling and one who was was also a former teacher and might have some helpful resources, then that is what this episode is about. No matter what you are doing this year, no matter what way you are doing COVID school, I want you to know this, you are doing it right. And I am simply here to support you. So for those of you who are homeschooling, you you are doing half and half, or you know you need to supplement what they are doing both at school or distance learning, my intention is to help support you with this episode. Welcome to About Progress. I am your host, Monica Packer. And I don't want you to just listen to this show. I want it to change you. This community of progressors empowers women to take on radical growth via sustainable changes. Are you motivated and ready to grow in your identity, purpose, and productivity? You can when you remember that life is about progress, not perfection. 
One of my favorite episodes from the past year or two was an episode with Vanessa Quigley from Chatbooks. She is the founder of Chatbooks. I'm sure you know what that is. But we talked about how you don't need to be just one thing. So meaning as a mom, you don't only need to be a mom and that there is power in leaning into your own interests and hobbies and how that can in turn bless your motherhood journey and bless your children. Now I'm bringing this up because podcasting has not only been a huge blessing for me, it's also been a huge blessing for my family. Being a whole person, having something to call my own has been really life-giving during this stage of my life. A lot of people are thinking about podcasters, especially busy moms, and they often discount themselves from it because they think I can't do one more thing or it will take away from my responsibilities, whether that's work or children or whatever it is that you are doing in your life but I can tell you that you can be more than one thing. We are doing another round of free classes this month as part of my online podcasting school, Podcast University. Now I run Podcast U with Rachel Nielsen from 3 and 30 Takeaways for Moms podcast. We are both busy moms who love to podcast and we love to help other busy moms especially and other women too who are interested in more for their lives and sharing a message for people who need it. Rachel and I are getting together and teaching four free classes on two different topics, and you can choose one on starting a podcast or growing a podcast or attend both. You can go to podcastu.co slash free class to sign up. Again, that's podcastu, the letter u, dot co, co, slash free class. That's linked for you in the show notes. We would love to see you there. Before we dive in to this episode, I wanted to let you know that I wrote up several blog posts to go alongside this episode. I was supposed to be just one, and then it turned into three because there was simply so much there. So one includes my COVID school guide, which has tons of resources for you on homeschooling, hybrid learning, or supplementing learning at home. Now, two of other blog posts are also there, and they explain more about why we are homeschooling as a family this year. And the other one shares how we gradually assimilated into it and as well as our daily schedule. So if that is helpful for you, whether you are thinking about homeschooling right now this year, you're getting into it or you're doing a hybrid or want to supplement, you can find them all in the show notes or by, by going to aboutprogress.com slash COVID school. And by the way, my COVID school guide is totally free. So go check it out. Now, first, let's talk about the predicament we are all in. None of us have the best choices to choose from this year when it comes to schooling. I do not think there is a single family out there right now who feels that where they landed with schooling this year is 100% exactly what they wanted to do. And I know that even with families who are already homeschoolers and they've homeschooled for years, even they have told me that this homeschooling in a pandemic is still very different and not easy compared to their normal. That is all to say there is no judgment being offered here. I believe that we as parents truly know what our kids need, what we need, and we are simply doing the best we can to make the right choice given our hard and limited choices for our families. So I firmly believe here that my right choice for what we're doing this year with homeschooling my kids is not everybody else's right choice. I support you. And I just want you to feel that. It's such a complicated, hard decision. And I support you, whatever you are doing. Now, second, I just have to say this because this is important too. I, I truly love 
the public education education system in America, and I want it to succeed. I do. And as a former, you know, public school teacher, this is something I am passionate about. So, you know, why I have seriously considered homeschooling for years, and I'm really happy with our choice to do that this year, I totally believe that we will at least have some of our kids back in public education. And I really am feeling it for the teachers who are going through this time. I cannot imagine how very difficult it is to teach in this way. And I know from my teaching friends, um, who they're really struggling to balance this on top of doing their own childcare. So it's been an epic hardship for everyone involved. So I just want to say I support the public education system and I believe in it. And I'm sure we'll be involved with it again soon, at least to some extent. You know, but I thought you might be interested in some of the reasons why we ourselves are heading into our own homeschooling this year, as well as the how. Now, we shared a little bit more about this in an episode I did with Brad last month, um, and it's entitled, We Bought a House, and we told you a little bit about why we were planning on homeschooling this year. So here's a nutshell version, and there's more of this in the blog post that I referenced for you, which you can get at aboutprogress.com slash COVID school. But for us, homeschooling was the right fit for us, given our hard to choose from choices because of the unique needs my my kids have. That's the first reason. Um, We have some special needs in our family and having routines and regular schedules is pretty vital to my kids functioning well. Um, And even then it's, it's still hard. So I, I knew that that was something going in and out of school or doing distance learning was just not going to work for my kiddos. Um, And with that, the second reason is even with distance learning, even if we um, had a stable school, it just wouldn't work well for us because especially the amount of screen time that involves. And in our family, screen time leads to scream time. Um, And again, it's different for everybody, but that also goes back to my number one reason, the unique needs of my family, for some reason, just super affects my kids. So, and the third big reason is we are not settled yet. I am currently living in our, uh, my parents' basement, Uh, you know, not just me, my whole family. And, you know, we could go to the local school here, or we could drive every day, half hour to go to where their school will be. But I, I just can't put them in and out this year in one school and out and into another or driving back and forth. It's just too much. And, you know, the fourth and final reason is I have always thought about homeschooling and now it seems like a great time to try. So I'm actually going to share a blog post soon on this or not a blog post, an Instagram post. And I'm just going to tell you what my vision is in my head. The first slide will say why I chose to homeschool this year. And then the next slide is going to say because I wanted to. And that really is the only reason we need to provide moms, whether you are sending your kids to school or hybrid learning or distance learning or half homeschooling or homeschooling, you're doing it because you want to. And that is the right answer. And that's the only thing you need to explain. And so that is probably the biggest reason this year I wanted to. So now let's talk about homeschooling. And I would like to start by sharing what I believe should be a foundation to any education, whether that's at home or public education as well. And this is something I learned a lot about in my teaching program and as a teacher. It's truly not about the the curriculum, the right curriculum that you choose, nor is it about the exact routines you have, although those are both very important. But what is foundational to having a really good classroom or school or education environment is the values that you want to teach as well as your foundational why behind teaching these kids. Now, I think you know this about me by now, but identity work 
is vital to what I do here, both on the podcast and in my coaching programs. But it's no different with schooling your kids. You need to think about who are you as a family? What is your identity? What are the values you have or you want to have? And then you can think about what you need. So you actually need to start with your identity as a family. So when we started homeschooling two weeks ago, we we did it gradually, by the way, and you can find out more about that on the blog post I reference, um, more about how we gradually assimilated because doing it all at once, two hours a day at once or more just wasn't the right way to begin for us. So we spent the first two days of homeschooling, like 20 minutes each day, just coming up with three things. We came up with our school name together. We came up with our values and our rule, rules. And just if you're curious, our school name is Persevere Academy, which is hilarious because that is our theme this month, Persevere. Um, our mascot is a seagull. That came from my seven-year-old. He really wanted the seagull. Um, the values that we came up together include creativity, hard work ethic, kindness, curiosity, and leadership. And then we shifted those values into what has become our school motto, which is we create we serve, we lead, we soar. And that's something we say together each day at the beginning of school. And we also had rules that we made together. And I'm not going to bore you by telling you what those are. Um, But yes, why does that all matter? Why does the name, the mascot, even the values and the mottos matter, even for homeschooling? Well, it's it's our identity. It's who we are. And as you know, with habits that we talk about or self-development and working on yourself or even your spirituality, it all comes back to your identity because when you are something, you are better able to put yourself in the framework and also the action work that supports that identity. So who we are inspires what we do. So that's where we started with homeschooling. And if you haven't done that yet, you still can. It's never too late. You can do that right now. And you can even do that just as a family for education in general. Who are you as a family and how do you value education? And how can that translate to an identity that you want to hold? Um, So in the Packer home, um, what we did after this is, you know, once we created more of this identity, then we moved on to what we are doing to support those values and identities. And with that, I thought about what my kids' needs are. So we first, I thought about who we are and who I we want to be as a family and who I want my kids to be. And then I turned to what are my kids' needs. And as I thought about their kids, my kids' needs, I mean, you can get so overwhelmed with that. There's so many. I distilled it down to the two most important needs for me, and I created those into two main goals that are acting as our foundation as a family to homeschooling this year. So my two primary goals that are in response to my kids' needs are, one, to connect with my children. And I'm sure you've heard me talk about that in prior episodes I shared with guests last month, that that has come to me. And what I believe was like a spiritual direction, more than what you're teaching your kids, more than the curriculum, more than making sure they can do all of their times tables or the spelling. I really feel like, you know, my heavenly parents told me your most important thing is to connect emotionally with your children. That's what they need the most. So that's my first and foundational goal there to in response to their needs. And then my second one is to guide my children to learn how to learn. Yeah, that's going to look different for each kid. Some need help more with math or spelling or reading or just learning to follow directions like my little ones. But ultimately, more than just them remembering what they learn, I want them to 
learn how to learn. Learn what it takes to persist and to try again and to have curiosity and ask questions. That's what I want them to learn. So those are my two main foundational goals. And you know what's great about that? You know what's great about knowing these are the two foundational needs to how our family is going to school this year? It frees me up in so many ways. It helps me not to be obsessed about the exact right curriculum or daily plan. Instead, I am working on connecting and helping my kids learn how to learn. And that can translate to so many different methods. Maybe one day that's having an exact two-hour routine that we do really well and we do that most most of the week. Maybe that means one day we decide, oh, it's time to do a field trip. Now, what these two main foundational goals give me is also a baseline. Let's say the day goes to absolute crap and we just have to ditch the lessons and we have to go for a walk instead or do an art activity or read books or even just have time to ourselves. But if I can tell myself, did I connect with my kids today? Did I guide them to learn how to learn even in just a few minutes? Then I did my job then I did my job today. Now that's my baseline, which means I'm not going to, I want to aspire for more, but if I can do that baseline consistently every day, then I am golden. And by the way, that is something that we talked about with Brooke Snow this week in an earlier episode. So go back and refer to that if you're like, I need to know more about that. Um, so like I said, it frees me up to have these baseline, but foundational goals um, to respond to my kids' needs. So it might shock you that as I'm someone who loves to learn, I love to research things, I love to be really um, proactive about stuff, but I did not get all obsessive about the how we were going to homeschool this year. I didn't go on a huge Pinterest search. I don't know even if I even looked at Pinterest at all. I didn't look through all the the um, the standards for each grade level this year. I didn't search the internet far and wide for routines or curriculum. Instead, I focused first on who we are and what we need. So instead of scouring the internet, I went to one source that I knew would be really helpful, and that's Sarah Leiniger from Fearless Motherhood. She's a mom of five who homeschools, and she is awesome. She has a workbook that is super affordable, but it gives you a lot of the foundation you want as a as a homeschooler and it also gives you tons of resources like here's all the different math curriculum you can use or English language arts ones and and here's the differences between them. It's really easy to follow um, and very, very helpful. So I highly recommend that and I'll make sure I'll link to her in um, the COVID school guide that I have um, for you at aboutprogress.com slash COVID school. And you can also find Sarah on Instagram at fearless.com motherhood. That is her handle. And anyway, after I looked through there, I just basically knew, okay, I'm going to do mostly my own English language arts curriculum. And this is the math program I'm going to choose for my fourth grader. And this is the one I'm going to choose for my second grader. Got that stuff, printed off some other free materials. And I also found an incredible um, teacher, a preschool teacher who is sending out monthly boxes for preschool and kindergarten curriculum. That is amazing. And her name is Kelsey. And she is on Instagram as well at learning with Kelsey. Um, She knows her stuff so well. So I have her subscription and I've also linked to her as well and a discount code for you as well on the show notes and on my guide. So the guide again is about progress.com slash COVID school. So anyway, what I'm trying to say here is you don't have to get lost in the, on, in, the, in the on the internet. That was really hard for me to say. You don't have to get lost on the internet, searching, searching, searching the right thing, the right thing. No, know who you are. 
know who you want your kids to be and your family to be, and then figure out what are their biggest needs and how can I do this in a baseline way, two foundational ways I can meet these needs. And then what is one or two three tops trusted sources for me to turn to, whether it's an in the flesh, like homeschooling mother who I can talk to or someone online like Sarah and like Kelsey. And then you just start and you start gradually and you gradually get into it and then you pivot and then you try again and you try something else. There's not going to be a perfect way to do this. We know this as moms, right? There is no one perfect way to potty train. There is no one perfect way to teach your kids how to, you know, put their plate in the dishwasher. It's going to be the same with this. So get back to what you know you need and your family needs and start there. So let me tell you more about how this translates to the day to day. So based off of who we are and what we need and some of the curriculum I'm using, I knew that I wanted to start each day with our own circle time to help my kids learn how to meditate actually just a little bit and be mindful. And I and I share in the guide again, some of the great resources I have for that that I've used for a while. And I want that. I want that moment of helping them learn how to calm down, not because I'm good at this myself. I, I'm i not someone who regularly meditates on my own, except when I'm trying to fall asleep at night, although I'm working on it. Um, but with my kids, like just helping them learn how to be more mindful and centered is huge for them and their needs. So I already knew we were going to do that. Um, and, and then also like we, we do our little chant, like here at Persevere Academy, we, you know, we do our motto and then we do a positive affirmation. And then we move into our formal learning time. So that's where we do different stations on English language arts and math and handwriting and typing club, um, which is another great thing. And again, for all these resources about progress.com slash COVID school, I'm sorry, I just don't want to keep saying, use this math book and here's a great another thing and here's this material. It's just, you, you're going to fall asleep if I, if I do that. So just know that's why I'm just referring you to that guide I have for you. So with all that, you know, again, we have different curriculum and stations and art things and whatever. I also knew that for us to really homeschool this year, that meant for us only two hours of formal learning a day. Yeah, on the other side of that, we're going to do lots of free time or guided creativity in the afternoons. I hope in time to do like a regular tea party, which I learned from Sam Kelly, who's amazing. Check her out on Sam, Sam Kelly World. She also has a great guide, by the way, too. Um, but you know, maybe we'll do a science thing or a little art project or a little history lesson in the afternoon. But for sure, two hours of formal learning from 10 to noon is our, that's our goal. So again, for more specifics on all of that, things that we have used for years, by the way, we have used handwriting and journals for years. We have done um, math through a, a great curriculum book for years with my kids. Another book that I've used for years to help them learn as well as toys and games that really cultivate a lot of learning and creativity. We love audiobooks. I've linked to all of that at aboutprogress.com slash COVID school. Okay, so now that I've told you a little bit about that, and I've tried to not do in too much detail so you don't get overwhelmed or bored or both. Let's bring this back to you. I do not think that you as the parent need to exhaust yourself by researching the entire internet on how to teach your kids. I'm going to encourage you to go inside yourself and ask what really matters to you and your family. Maybe you love science. Maybe you are passionate about helping your kids be super good at math and be really really curious and scientific and whatever. Or maybe you're a very creative, artistic family. 
Maybe you love a lot of time outside or maybe you love a lot of time creating art or reading. So get into the heart of you as a family and what you really want and what really matters and then what your kids need right now. And you know what I know your kids really need? You know, one might need an immense amount of emotional healing while the other needs to be really focusing on math and spelling. But I know that your kids need you and they need you to feel whole and stable and just feeling content with yourself that you're doing the best you can each day and that this is so new and that this is overwhelming and difficult. And what they really need is a mom who is is just doing her best and proud of herself for doing her best. So again, I'm just going to review with you. Start with your values and who you are and who you want to be as a family. Then ask yourself what you and your kids need. Then get more specific on what that can look like in your day-to-day, including some need to hit baselines, you know, overarching goals and how that might look like two hours a day or one hour a day or whatever it is. Once you get those foundational foundational whys, then you can be, be able to better sort through your kids' needs and you can get them involved in that, by the way. I did that even as a middle schooler teacher um, with each class, giving them more ownership over what they wanted their classroom to look like and feel like and the rules was an essential tool to having a well-governed and involved classroom. So again, like I said earlier, it's never too late to do that. And can I tell you something else that I learned as a teacher? And this is pretty phenomenal, actually. The research shows that the biggest influencers in helping your children learn, like over time, like the best and smartest kids are the ones who spent the most time in creative play, like free creative play and either reading or being read to. If those are the only two things you can hit on a day, like free creative play and being read to, just know your kids are going to be okay. Like the research shows that. Just look into the Finnish education system. It is phenomenal. They don't do, they don't learn how to do a lot of things until they're older, but what they do do a lot of is being read to and a lot of creative outdoor play. So it's pretty crazy to, to, to lean into the research there, but again, you don't have to. So just trust me. Okay. Um, one final note on this, another boost for you. If you're feeling a little worried and insecure about how your kids are going to do this year, all kids are going to be behind this year. No matter which way they are schooling, in, out, hybrid, at home, whatever it is, all kids are going to be behind this year in one way or another. Now, this is not to excuse, you know, how vital it is for our kids to be educated and to learn how to socialize and all that. But this year, this year is going to be a little different. And I'm choosing to focus more on my kids learning how to learn and enjoy it and connecting with them over them exactly meeting the yearly standards or being totally socially acclimated, you know? It's something we're just going to have to accept. And because of that, we can give ourselves a little bit of a break here. Not that it doesn't matter, but that we don't need to perfectly execute it because most of us have never done this before. We've never taught kids to this level and in this way um, or needed to support our children in the ways that they are learning differently. So know that this is new and it's okay for you to be feeling overwhelmed. And if you are overwhelmed right now, if you are homeschooling or now you or now you are thinking about it, um, maybe distance learning isn't working too well for you, so you are seeing yourself perhaps shifting into that, just know again that you do not need to do this perfectly and you do not have to do this alone. Yeah, of course, I've got my COVID school guide for you. It's free again with all the resources we've used for years and what we are implementing this year in particular. I don't know if you know this about me. 
I don't share a ton about my kids here, but I've been passionate about teaching them how to learn and do home education since they were very small, especially reading and creative play and puzzles and audiobooks. Um, that's been a big passion of mine. And it really started with my first with her special needs. She was the saddest baby ever. And as I you know, did a ton of research on what she was experiencing, it kind of led me to more holistic part of the uni- of the universe of the internet universe and there was a lot of homeschooling moms there and a lot of Montessori kind of practices and I read a lot of books on that stuff and we implement a lot of things from a very young age so this has been a huge foundational part of our family culture so something I love to do and learn about I just don't have a podcast on it so I I do have some resources for you that we've used for years including curriculum that we are now using and um, links all for you there don't get overwhelmed go to the guide, go to some trusted people on the internet or in real life, and you can just pick away at this one thing at a time. Now, again, at the end of the day, I want you to believe that as the parent, you have all you need inside of you to be the right teacher for your kids during this hard time and beyond. And you know, you know, in deep inside who you are and who your family is, and you know what your kids need. So focus on those things and you won't land too far off the target. Um, I hope this episode was helpful for you. And I also hope the COVID guide can be helpful for you too. It took a lot of hours to put that together between me and my amazing marketing and podcast manager, Taylor. So shout out to her, like a lot of hours, you guys. And I'm not just saying that to like be like, oh, poor me. I'm trying to say like, this matters to, to me that you feel successful and supported. And I know it's going to be super helpful for you. Again, you can check it out at aboutprogress.com slash COVID school. It's linked for you in the show notes. I want to just encourage you one last time. You can do this. You know what you need, your kids need, and you have everything inside of you that you need, that they need too, for you to be the teacher at this time. So much love to you, friends. I'm going to leave you here. Now keep growing and remember that life and schooling is about progress, not perfection. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.